good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's the delusional utopian at the Working Class Observer with the Working Class Class Warfare Report. Uh, I'm out here, outside, sipping coffee on a Saturday night, just looking at the news, and I was wondering, what's today's transmission going to be? We talked about the USA Freedom Act. We've talked about solidarity and resilience as far as it goes with the BLM movement and the protests going on. And we also talked about the rhetoric that comes out of Trump and his purposes behind that when he's discussing these protests. So what I wanted to get into today is a little couple of articles that I found on Facebook because I think Facebook has a lot to do with speech rhetoric and even the what should I say the uh, the dispensing of information please uh, if you haven't made a coffee take the time to make one and then come back to the podcast it's much better with coffee um so the article that i had originally picked the first one there's two of course there's two first one is the hill and a sip of coffee Ah, that cup is full uh the headline reads zuckerberg says facebook to review policies over use of force voter suppression amid criticism it's by tal axelrod (laughs) Um, Cool name, bro. I just always want to give credit to the journalists who write these things. Um, We all know that Facebook is the size of a country and is able to get in touch with everyone who uses the app to basically spread narratives and information. Uh, It became very controversial in 2016 and the whole Cambridge Analytica thing and Russia and hackers and bots. And we realized that Facebook has a lot more to do with our elections than maybe even uh, Russia does. So uh, I want to get into this. Hmm. I'm outside and dogs. Dogs are starting stuff. Hold on. Good girl. That's my dog. She'll... She don't start trouble, she finishes it and just walks away. All right, again, the article that is called Zuckerberg says Facebook to review policies over use of force, voter suppression, amid criticism. The article begins saying, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the social media platform will review its policies regarding discussions on police use of force and voter suppression amid criticism over the company's response to recent protests against the killing of George Floyd. Zuckerberg said in a memo to employees that he also put on his personal page that he's, quote, committed to making sure we fight for voter engagement and racial justice, and said the company would undertake concrete steps to adjust its policies. Letting that breathe, maybe even getting a sip. Let's get a sip. Second paragraph, might as well just get a sip. My first cup, so I'm really gonna have to take it down. Uh, The Facebook chief said he would review policies allowing discussion. I fucked up. 
let's take another sip and then move to the next paragraph. But basically, he had said that they're going to undertake concrete steps in adjusting policies that will go towards voter engagement and racial justice. Not sure why Facebook has to be the epicenter of this or even really take this much into consideration with its politics rather than just taking down all uh, misleading information. It seems like it's going in a different way from Twitter, which Twitter simply just wants to say you're a politician, they're more likely to just mark your tweet rather than pull it down, whereas Facebook probably won't even take it down. They probably won't. They had tried to take down one of the memes that I had posted, but I had clicked I disagree with their ruling, and within like two hours, my post was back up. So I don't know if an algorithm had marked it, and then an algorithm had uh, given it a pass because I said I disagree, or if an algorithm had marked it and a person had seen it because I said disagree, and they were like, oh, this is satire, and also it's got a Nazi symbol, and we like those things in Facebook. Uh, the Facebook chief said he would review policies allowing discussion and threats of state use of force. Let me just restart that paragraph. The Facebook chief said he would review policies allowing discussion and threats of state use of force in instances of, quote, excessive use of police or state force, and when a country has ongoing civil unrest or violent conflicts. The quote continues, we already have precedents for imposing greater restrictions during emergencies, and when countries are in ongoing states of conflict, so there may be additional policies or integrity measures to consider around discussion or threats of state use of force when a country is in this state. <laughs> Uh, Mark Zuckerberg simply saying that he wants to be uh, more publicly conscious of what's going on in the public sphere so that his website may be less toxic. But in reality, I think it's just so that it can be less controversial. The memo comes after dozens of former Facebook employees wrote to Zuckerberg panning him for allowing controversial posts from President Trump to stay up specifically claiming that post saying when the looting starts, the shooting starts, is a betrayal of the social media platform's ideals. Mm. Those remarks faced widespread criticism for escalating protests across the country, some of which had already dissolved into rioting and looting. The protests were sparked after Floyd, an unarmed black man, died while in police custody in Minneapolis. I don't know if they're adding that always at the end for, like, posterity's sake but we all know <laughs> what you're talking about i like it's it's been a week of these articles that like put within them multiple times that this is because of george floyd this is because george floyd was murdered this was because george floyd was murdered um if you say protests we know what it we, we know what it's about at this point um i have a quote here Facebook claims that providing warnings about a politician's speech is inappropriate, but removing content from citizens is acceptable, even if both are, the, are saying the same thing, the employees wrote. That is not a noble stand for freedom. It is incoherent, and worse, it is cowardly. Facebook should be holding politicians to a higher standard than their constituents, unquote. Zuckerberg had rebutted the criticism, saying... Facebook is not an arbiter of truth. 
However, he noted that, quote, the decision I made last week has left many of you angry, disappointed, and hurt, and that he is grateful for their input. Quote, we have so far to go to overcome racial justice in America and around the world, and we all have a responsibility and opportunity to change that. I believe our platforms will play a positive role in this, but we have to but we have work to do to make sure our role is as positive as possible, Zuckerberg wrote. Quote, these ideas are at a starting point, and I'm sure we'll find more to do as we continue on this journey, unquote. What a vacuous, empty, meaningless statement. <laughs> just full of buzzwords and uh, positive aphorisms to be able to just get off of the fucking subject and get back to work. Sorry, I can feel the, 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 what is it, uh, his contempt for, uh, <laughs> accountability, maybe. Um, I feel like somebody like Mark Zuckerberg is probably going to have a hard time being accountable to a public, mainly because it's made up of people that he probably sees below him. But also, I'm kind of judging off the character that was in the social network, which seemed more like a alien um but it's a very vacuous statement to just say that you know we have concrete steps he didn't name any um he says we have so far to go to overcome racial injustice you know that's a it's just a buzz phrase uh responsibility opportunity to change that i believe our platforms will play a positive role like all of these things are just empty to keep the mob back from the door you know um Zuckerberg rebuting uh, or rebutting that uh, Facebook is not an arbiter of truth. Um, but let's say if you don't stop disinformation or misinformation, are you then the arbiter of lies? Mainly because you're willing to allow your platform to spread lies and misinformation, but you're not going to mark when it is as such. So you're not, you know, it is a dangerous precedent for twitter to say this is true and this is not because then you have like the same kind of deal of of a state telling you this is true this is not and that's kind of the benefit that we have in the united states is that we have that free market that has uh snopes and politifacts and a bunch of people going around trying to verify information on the internet having a decentralized checking of information i think is the most important part and facebook and twitter should not be the arbiters of anything but they should be more responsible with the content that is put on their platforms because you know radicalists uh extremists will go to 4chan because they know that the rules are looser there and they can be freer with the content that they post if you go on facebook and twitter you should probably expect that you're not going to get away with your QAnon conspiracies around there because they usually tend to lead to the side of a white ethno state and that's where you're starting to cross the uh policies that they have but people started demanding more and saying well we don't want all this disinformation going around here it's muddling up our elections and it's allowing cambridge analytica to get away with all of this uh backdrop spy movie uh the data collection 
And that's what's even more fascinating to me at this point is that we are so focused on the information being put on there that we're not really that concerned with the information that's being taken out. So I do want Facebook to be more prevalent in stamping out conspiracies because if they're promoting them, on the other hand, then that is a threat to my public health and my neighbor's health and my health, and I'm not into that. So what we're gonna have to do on this is uh continue the pressure from the outside facebook is a great place to share cat memes and funny videos but it is also a place that you can spread ideas just like uh, just like twitter you can spread ideas and you can actually then begin to build a virtual town hall that reaches across the entire united states and allows people to be more democratic but uh that's just a lot of rambling from a little bit um all I really wanted to say is that Facebook is just being a corporation at this point, um, trying to save face, trying to save stocks, and um, they are going to be changed from the events of George Floyd's death, uh, the information of Corona. They've been changed since, since 2016, and we're just going to see the continuation of this. Even though they keep bumbling, <laughs> um, they're... Uh, concrete steps i did air quotes on that they're concrete steps of what they're doing right now they, they are bumbling that pretty bad and you can see as zuckerberg has to not only apologize to the public but also his employees the article continues facebook will also review its policies on voter suppression to ensure people can accurately discuss the issue during the time of the coronavirus pandemic and bat away misinformation not the arbiters of truth though are they I'm not really sure uh, what its policies are on voter suppression. I don't think Facebook really can uh, suppress voters, not much like gerrymandering or the fact that the president has been spreading lies about voter or in mail voting and also wants to not have that this election. So I'm not really sure what Facebook's what Facebook needs to really review on its policies of voter suppression here to ensure people can accurately discuss the issue. Yeah, I mean, to, to be able to accurately discuss the issue, I mean, maybe we are supposed to have forum spaces where people can discuss without getting banned or marked because you have people constantly commenting on these things. But, uh, you know, I don't know what Facebook is talking about at this point unless they're talking about a post that Trump put up talking about how mail-in voting causes a lot of fraud and Facebook didn't come through and say, hey, this is misinformation. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is only a comment on the, 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 the Trump post because I don't know what else social medias could have to do with voter suppression. They don't really have anything to do with the voter system. They could actually do a lot better with helping us vote. Um, you know, we already have private entities doing the voter machines. Um, so why wouldn't we be able to have Twitter and Facebook to actually take in our, our votes and uh, count them for the system? But then we'd have to have a very long discussion. That's going to go well past this article. So I'm going to read the final paragraph here. And it's from Zuckerberg. Quote, We've played a role in protecting many elections. Oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna take a sip. I'm gonna take another sip before I get into this. Because that was a fucking lie in the very first one, two, three, four, five, six words. Ugh. God damn, I love coffee. Alright. Quote. 
We've played a role in protecting many elections and now have some of the most advanced systems in the world. But there's a good chance that there will be unprecedented fear and confusion around going to the polls in November, and some will likely to try to capitalize on that confusion, Zuckerberg said. Uh, he's right. Um, and also that we're kind of like barreling towards the election without setting up uh, proper infrastructure to make sure that people can vote accurately and effectively. Um, but again, I don't really want Facebook focuses too much on this because they were the gatekeepers to Cambridge Analytica who just swarm in, took our info and helped Trump become president. Um, and, you know, Hillary paid another firm. It wasn't Cambridge. She paid somebody else to do the same exact thing. So <laughs> Facebook is trying to save face to keep you on there because they need your data to continue to build in their database so they can continue to sell it to people who are either going to buy it for political advantages or to sell you products. It doesn't really matter which, but Facebook's not going to change its policies that much in the way that how they... In, in their in their business model and unfortunately their business model at this point is the toxicity um, mainly because it has the same problem as almost every other institution does is that it exists for its own sake um, so it's not really bringing that much of a common good to anybody and I might argue a dismantle of these social medias and we just restart all over again. But, you know, we're already too far and it's not really up to me to make those decisions. I'm just here reporting what the Hill said and giving it to you. And maybe you can spend some time thinking about it. Now, I'm going to take another sip of this delicious coffee, which I happen to put a little bit of kratom in there for that extra kick. And then I'm going to read the second article here. Let's get that coffee. It's a beautiful day to drink coffee and read the news outside. Uh, this one comes from media, MediaMatters.org. It was written by John Whitehouse. And it is called Bombshell Report. Facebook has known that it is fomenting extremism for years and refuses to stop. That headline alone says the opposite of what we heard Zuckerberg talk about earlier was that they're making, they're taking concrete steps to make policy changes on how they interact with voter suppression and racial injustice. Well, what about the extremism and conspiracy theories that you've been churning out with your algorithms? Facebook or YouTube is also guilty of this. Uh, they have algorithms that tend to push videos that are either Steven Crowder or hour-long Q QAnon conspiracies. I have not read this yet, um, but I knew that these two articles were going to have the perfect yin and yang to them and so I'm going to get into it by John Whitehouse now a major report from the Wall Street Journal revealed that Facebook has known that it is fomenting political polarization for years and that its top executives refuse to implement proposed solutions to stop it mmm delicious this reporting 
dovetails with previous reports that Facebook is refusing to enforce its own policies that might upset conservatives in the United States. Addendum, I wanted to add real quick, it just does actually kind of seem with what the social media is doing is that it's going to further divide our platforms into this is the conservative social media website and this is the liberal leftist social media website because Twitter has a very big far left ecosystem i don't know about facebook's facebook seems to have like more of the farther right um incubation so wow that's all i wanted to add it there it just seems like they're actually taking both of these media giants are taking steps to being partisan which is actually going to be very divisive in the long run so not excited about that The journal's new report specifically mentions concern within Facebook that proposed changes, quote, would have disproportionately affected conservative users and publishers at a time when the company faced accusations from the right of political bias, unquote. That's fascinating, is that they are being pressured to uh, censor conservatives because conservatives right now are the pushers of disinformation and, in fact, harmful information. But they didn't want to face accusations of being biased against the right but by not doing anything it seems like they're almost biased for the right so it's very interesting but if i guess if you don't take down uh people on the left if you don't take their shit down as often as you don't take the people on the right shit down then i guess you're being neutral and fair and balanced in a way um i wouldn't say that you're being any less harmful though The report cites an internal Facebook representation. Oops. The report cites an internal Facebook presentation from 2016, which found that 64% of all extremist group joins are due to our recommendation tools. The presentation stated bluntly that, quote, our recommendation systems grow the problem, unquote. Um, I'm adding in here that it is the same problem that uh, YouTube has, is that the algorithm tends to uh, just pull people that way. The companies tend to say that it was an unintended consequence, you know, the, we were just trying to point people in the direction of most traffic. Um, but it's just so strange because of the belief systems that are usually wrapped into these things that people are pulled towards. Um, so I just find it very strange that it would just be uh, recommendation systems growing the problem and not necessarily the person who created the recommendation systems. Oh, fucking love coffee. Oh my god, god damn it. I love the working man's juice. Back to the article. And to be clear, these accusations are definitively not rooted in any facts. Media Matters has extensively and repeatedly debunked accusations of right-wing bias at Facebook. Furthermore, when the platform finally revealed its internal audit of bias, it did not include a single concrete example of anti-conservative bias at Facebook. Hmm. The new report details that a key figure in nixing proposed solutions was Joel Kaplan, a Facebook executive who previously worked in President George W. Bush's White House. Kaplan also reported where... Wait, Kaplan? They, they put a... I think there's a little spelling here. Kaplan also reportedly worked 
behind the scenes to advance Justice Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court uh, addendum. It seems like Justice... Nope. It seems like Joel Kaplan is more of... Um, I want to say like almost a Republican uh, provocateur, but he's definitely more on the side of just keeping the Republican agenda no matter where he is in the public or private sector. He's just kind of keeping that agenda moving forward, whether it be in the propaganda machine or in fact, uh, yeah, it looks like he actually is just mostly in this article presented here since he reportedly worked behind the scenes to advance Justice Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to the Supreme Court and he now works at Facebook. Um, this kind of just seems like he's more on the side of getting people's minds to think Republican. Wall Street Journal's Jeff Horowitz and Deepa, uh, ooh, Deepa Sitharaman or Sitharaman? Jeff and Deepa report, quote, Facebook had kicked off an internal effort to understand how its platform shaped user behavior and how the company might address potential harms. Chief Executive Mark Zuckerberg had in public and private expressed concern about sensationalism and polarization. But in the end, Facebook's interest was fleeting. Mr. Zuckerberg and other senior executives largely shelved the basic research according to previously unreported internal documents and people familiar with the effort and weakened or blocked efforts to apply its conclusions to Facebook products. Facebook policy chief Joel Kaplan, former employee of the George Bush administration, who played a central role in vetting proposed changes, argued at the time that efforts to make conversations on the platform more civil were paternalistic Another concern, they and others said, was that some proposed changes would have disproportionately affected conservative users and publishers at a time when the company faced accusations from the right of political bias. Addendum, it is a pretty good strategy to, you know, uh, spread it misinformation on, on platforms and then when you get called out on it, um, just play the victim. Just play the fucking victim. Like, oh, you do you hate me because I'm a conservative? And people will be like, well, no, it's because you said that uh, aliens uh, 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 anointed Trump to save the earth from pedophiles. And they're like, well, it's, it's true. And you're like, no, it's not. And you're like, and then they, they're like, you hate me because I'm conservative. And then you're, it's just a vicious circle. It's genius. But uh, back to the article. Facebook revealed few details about the effort and has divulged little about what became of it. In 2020, the questions the effort sought to address are even more acute. As a charged presidential election looms and Facebook has been a conduit for conspiracy theories and partisan sparring about the coronavirus pandemic. In essence, Facebook is under fire for making the world more divided. Many of its own experts appeared to agree and to believe Facebook could mitigate many of the problems. The company chose not to. The report also specifically identifies how hyperpartisan users have dis disproportionate influence and how CEO Mark Zuckerberg and top executives refused to intervene to adjust it. Ooh, that's bad. That's like when a... Uh, Exxon got the report of global warming and was like, eh, 
Not my fucking problem. So quoting the report here, under Facebook's engagement-based metrics, a user who likes, shares, or comments on 1,500 pieces of content has more influence on the platform and its algorithms than one who interacts with just 15 posts, allowing super shares to drown out less active users. Accounts with hyperactive engagement were far more partisan on average than normal Facebook users, and they were more likely to behave suspiciously, sometimes appearing on the platform as much as 20 hours a day and engaging in like spam and engaging in spam-like behavior. The behavior suggested some... Wait, the... Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the behavior suggested some were either people working in shifts or bots. So, not only is Facebook's algorithm pushing forward people who apparently do... I mean, 1,500 pieces of content has more influence. Comments on 1,500 pieces of content, is that like a day? Or is that just a month or a year? Like, it's, I guess the metric is, is just the more often you like share and comment on Facebook, the more prevalent you're going to be on the platform, which is actually a formula to just get bots further and further in the stream of consciousness. So that's fascinating i mean how could they not have seen that that's how that was going to eventually work unless facebook is merely the medium platform for bots to spread disinformation almost like you know how like fox could be considered like state news what if you know facebook becomes the state social not too excited about it but uh it's a possibility if they don't correct their course but, um, you know, maybe they want to be more agreeable than Jack Dorsey has because they will get political points and favors from Trump. So, you know, there, there's that to consider as well. Um, back in the report, one proposal Mr. Eurobees team championed called, quote, sparing sharing, unquote, would have reduced the spread of content disproportionately favored by hyperactive users according to people familiar with it. Its effects would be heaviest on content favored by users on the far right and left. Middle of the road users would gain influence. Mr. Urib? 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 Uribe called it, quote, the happy face, unquote, said some of the people. Facebook's data scientists believe it could bolster the platform's defenses against spam and coordinated manipulation efforts of the sort Russia undertook during the 2016 election. Yes, but can we remember, can we all remember that Cambridge Analytica was given a backdoor key to all our information? They didn't hack anything. Facebook just gave it to them. They just gave it. Back to the report, Mr. Kaplan and other senior Facebook executives pushed back on the grounds it might harm a hypothetical Girl Scout troop, said people familiar with his comments. Suppose Mr. Kaplan asked them that the girls became Facebook super shares to promote cookies. Mitigating the reach of the platform's most dedicated users would unfairly thwart them, he said. <laughs> we can't fix this from all the bots and uh, 
people taking shifts to spread disinformation? What about the Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> My God. Whew. Uh, the last, last paragraph right here. The debate got kicked up to Mr. Zuckerberg, who heard out both sides in a short meeting. Said people briefed on it. His response? Do it. But cut the waiting by 80%. Mr. Zuckerberg. Mr. Zuckerberg also signaled he was losing interest in the effort to recalibrate the platform in the name of social good. They said asking that they not bring him something like that again. Jesus Christ. To not bring him something like that again. Zuckerberg's not really con- concerned about the effects that his platform has had. We've been having this conversation since 2016, 2017, mostly when he had to go testify. Or was that in 2018? I think that was in 2018 when he had to testify. Um, we've been having this conversation, and it seems like the only thing that they're willing to get done is vacuous, empty statements. Um, and eventually they're going to weed out all the employees who can't take this morally and ethically and eventually they will have nothing but uh, drones just getting their shit done and even after that eventually they're just going to have algorithms that are going to do everything and they won't even need these people who bitch and complain and moan about disinformation that's a downside but i wanted to bring these to you because it has a lot to do with our freedom of speech and the way that we're going to interact with each other i'm starting to believe that facebook isn't going to be an arbiter of much except for social bubbles that are going to create smaller in-groups that are going to make us more divided um that is a lot to consider uh i think facebook does need to do a better job of being um a source for the common good because all of these social media platforms could be that um they could be the what i've discussed as a virtual town hall that allows people to address their grievances directly to the president or their local representatives or their neighborhoods it is very possible but twitter facebook being the massive giants that they are tend to have their motives in the the capitalist motive which is you know providing for the shareholders and the stockholders the board and uh you know everybody else in between there kind of falls by the wayside and that means all the users of this of these websites and so i think it's very important we pay attention to these because facebook is becoming that that space that is kind of like 4chan light you know it'll it'll take down and go after certain users after a certain amount of pressure but it's not really going to go out of its way to do certain things because it doesn't want to piss off a certain sector of its um user base which increasingly becomes hostile and more conspiratorial as we continue to have trump as their president like since he's become the republican nominee and the republican president we've just gone deeper down the rabbit hole of almost being nazi germany and i hope here pretty soon i wanted to read a study that i had found that's all about the nazi propaganda machine and how conspiracy theories kind of fueled the whole uh a docile complacent population that allowed so much of this atrocity to happen from 1939 to 1945 maybe even 33 i think he might have when did he become chancellor 
Maybe it was 33. But this is all very important, and it goes from the USA Freedom Act, Trump calling protesters anarchists and thugs on Twitter, all the way to Facebook allowing a bunch of boogaloo groups to exist on its platform. Uh, We all need to be paying attention to this, um, and I wanted to share this because with this information out there we can continue to pressure facebook into being a much more um, socially conscious social media platform if not then at least we'll all know that it has a pro-conservative bias rather than an anti-conservative bias and then that way we can continue to pressure facebook as a piece of shit that it is the piece of shit partisan that it is i mean at at some point they're probably just going to call it foxbook I'm going to take a sip of coffee on that one. Hmm. Well, that's all I had for this transmission. It's a beautiful day and the protests are going. They're still going. So if you you can go and join, give some support and solidarity, please do. If you can't uh, go and join, please get on Facebook and Twitter and annoy the shit out of everyone who comes into contact with you um, with... Uh, your truth and your opinions because I know you're here with a leftist perspective and we need that to spread because the right is mobilizing and we need to counteract Um, if we are ever going to bring a well-balanced earth to light um, if you like this uh, please subscribe uh, review I want to give a shout out to anchor for allowing a free platform for me to do my tang uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Class Observer. If you want to follow me on Facebook, I'm at Knowledge Plug. And there's definitely going to be more transmissions and a lot more content coming out. Uh, doot 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 doot.